So you want to write a thing. Well, grab a pad, grab a pen, sit down, and let's get to work. What do you do if you want to write something? Now, if you think about that question for a moment, your answer probably is something fairly simple. Well, I, I sit down and I write. I put words on the page. And a lot of writers will tell you that. I sit down and write. I put words on the page. But the idea of process, of how we take something from an idea to an actual written thing is uh, is something that even writers constantly research and learn. Like veteran writers like me, we're constantly working on this. So I want to take some time over the next several episodes, however long it takes, of Confessions of a Working Writer to kind of walk through step-by-step step on taking an idea from an idea to a written piece. I think we're going to go through the first draft and then into editing, and then we're going to leave it at that. I'm not going to dig into how to publish things. There's plenty of information out there. I'm not going to dive into that part. At least that's not the plan right now. Right now, I'm just going to work on, on creating the thing. So if you've ever thought about writing or you want to know how it works for writers who, who are creating those things that you love or you, know, you think maybe one day or maybe you know someone who has an interest in writing, then these are the episodes you're going to want to listen to. Um, these are going to be informative and educational. And a lot of it's going to be based on things that have worked for me and on my process. But I've been doing this for a couple of three decades now. So I've had teachers, I've had people who have different methods and I disagree with some of their stuff or it hasn't worked for me, but I'm still going to share it with you. I'm going to try to create this as balanced a picture of writing process as I can to give you some places to jump off. And that's kind of the purpose of this intro is to tell you this is very much a jumping off point. This is not a permanent like, oh, do this step by step. This is giving you an idea and a basis from which to take that leap and write the thing that you want to write. Now, that's that's what we're going to do. Today, we're going to start by talking about the idea. We're just going to talk about having a writing idea and, and what that means and how you move forward from having that idea because that's a part of the process a lot of writers really struggle with. A lot of people getting started in writing struggle with how do I take an idea from my head and move it to the page? How do I do that? So that's what I want to talk about today. And as we go through, we'll talk about other things. We'll talk about inspiration. We'll talk about pre-writing. We'll probably spend a lot of time on pre-writing. Because honestly, I think writing is, is two things. It's pre-writing and it's editing. Um, the actual sitting down and typing out the actual pages of your story are probably the less amount of time you spend on the story. I think it, it happens mostly in the pre-writing and the editing. But we'll talk about all of that. So stay tuned for more episodes. But today, let's start with this idea. So you want to write a thing. Okay. 
want to write a thing. So how do we take that idea? How do we how do we do this thing? You decided you want to write a thing. Where do we start and how do we go? It's Candyland. What does the start space look like? Well, let me take a sip of coffee and tell you. In this instance, the starting spot for this is to define your idea. What do you want to write? You want to write a thing. What do you want to write? Do you want to write a short story about a detective solving a murder? Uh, is it a love poem? Is it a poem about a social cause that you care in that you'll be performing somewhere? Is it um, a prose piece, a, a creative nonfiction piece about a relationship you had or a thing you saw or some moment that was profound to you or an opinion piece about politics? Or, or I mean, it can be anything. You can literally decide you want to write about anything. Are you writing about your journey through sobriety? Like, whatever that is, you can write about anything. You just need to decide what you're going to write. This is the important first step. You know you want to write something, and you usually have a vague general idea of it. But what you've got to do is you've got to hone that idea just a little bit. This is sort of writing mistake number one. Common writing error number one is jumping in with a half-formed idea. It's not really knowing what it is. Now, I say that, but you're going to find a lot of veteran writers who are going to go, well, but Matt, I do that all the time. Right, because once you've done this a while, you can kind of jump with a half-formed idea and make it work, Right. You can do that now, but if you if you are, are struggling to form that idea when you're new at this, then that's going to become a really big obstacle because you don't really fully know what you're working on. And you're going to be slowly trying to climb up that hill, and it's not going to work for you. You've got to figure other stuff out. You've got to figure out what that idea is. So, so what's your idea? How do I flesh this out, Matt? How do I flesh out this idea? I'm going to tell you, I think you need to take some time with it. I do. I think it's that simple. I really think the first step of you writing a piece is as simple as taking time with it. You sit down and you go, I have an idea. What? I want to write an informative piece about how to make your own cupcake recipe. And I'm not saying that to be funny. Like You may seriously want to write that. You may be an amazing baker and you want to write about how to formulate your own great cupcake recipes. Like You want to provide a base recipe and then tell people how they can modify that to make cupcakes in amazing flavors and, and colors and shapes and designs and whatever that, that they could do themselves. And you have a way to do that, but you need to share that with them. I think that's a great piece, right? I'm using that as an example because this is a great time when you can think the idea is very simple. Well, I'll just write them a, a piece about cupcakes. There's the cupcake recipe problem solved. But if what you really want to do is educate, inform, and empower your reader to take that base cupcake recipe and take this basic, this is a base cupcake recipe and make like a blackberry, a blackberry lemon cupcake, which honestly sounds fucking amazing right now. Then you want to, you want to write a, you want to write a piece where they can take that base cupcake recipe and then do blackberry lemon or, or strawberry kiwi or whatever flavor combination they come up with in their head. Then the core recipe is not really what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do is show them you can take this core recipe and then you can do these things to it to make it your own. That's important. That's why we sit down with the idea. We sit with the idea so we can remember that. So you can go, hey, look, here is a basic cupcake recipe. That's great. Let me tell you how to modify it because it's not about the recipe. It's about the modification. That's why you need to sit down and take time with your idea. That's why you need to flesh out what you're trying to say. If you're doing a fiction story, think about the story. Think about what you're talking about. Who are your characters? Why is all this stuff happening? 
You know, this all seems really easy. I'm, I'm a short fiction writer, and it seems really easy to be like, well, Matt, you're just telling a story. I mean, kind of. But even I spend my time thinking about, you know, why am I writing this? And I may write something based on a challenge to myself as a writer, like I'm going to try to write a character who's like this, or I want to try to write scenes that are like this. And, and I may start from there. But just because I start on a challenge doesn't mean I don't take time to flesh out the idea. I take that time to think through and go, all right, so, you know, I recently wrote a, a scary story for Halloween that I'm going to be submitting for publication here soon. And it, it came out of this just inspirational idea of like scary movies. That's, that's where it started. It was like, oh man, scary movies. What would I write for a scary movie? That's where it started. It started on what would I do if I was writing a scary movie? And I started writing it. I started writing out this idea. Take time. When you take time with this, don't be afraid to grab a legal pad or a journal or whatever it is that you do and write some stuff down. I recommend freehand. I don't think typing works as well for this. I think this kind of stuff benefits from having a connection to what you're doing. But sit down and write it out. And I thought through it and said, well, you know, I want to do like quick cuts and make this a little more cinematic and see what I can do with it. And, you know, I want to try to use two different characters that are both kind of the main character and use a really close third person, up close POV to kind of, you know, give the illusion of like a camera and a movie. That's what started coming out when I started writing stuff down about it on a piece of paper. That's what I mean when I say flesh out the idea. Now, you don't have to go that in depth with your idea. If you're a new writer, you're probably not going to be like, yes, I want to be cinematic and I want to bring the camera in close. Like, you're probably not going to think in those terms. If you do, great. If you don't, no big deal. I think in those terms, you don't have to, you will eventually start thinking in those terms the more comfortable you get with your craft. But the first part of, of you taking the idea, so I want to write a thing, what do I do? Well, what do you want to write? What's the idea? Take this time before you put pen to paper to try to write a draft. Trust me, this is part of how you avoid writing yourself into a corner. This is part of how you avoid creating something that gets like locked away in his desk drawer forever. Take a minute. Take five. Take an hour. Go for a walk and marinate with it. Take however long you need till you have the firm idea of what you want to write. And it may be easy and it may take more time. It's okay. You will thank me. So you get that at core idea, right? This is what I want to write. There, you're not done yet. You're not done with this start, though. The next thing you have to do is, why do you want to write it? Right? You know what you want to write, but why do you want to write it? And, and the first part of this is very simple. Right? right? We heard about this in school, right? There are different types of writing. They do different things. They inform. They persuade. They entertain. They, they whatever. You do need to know what the purpose of this piece is. You do. If your job is to entertain then you are going to use different techniques than if your job is to inform or persuade. That doesn't mean you can't kind of cross over a little bit. You can do some, maybe you want to do kind of a comedic political piece where you're going to express your ideas, but you're going to do it in a comedic way. Well, that can be both, you know, inform or persuade and entertain. Like you can mix, but you need to know what you're doing from the start. I'm telling you, I'm a big champion of knowing what you're doing before you sit down to write. And I know that takes all the freaking romance out of it. Everyone's like, oh my God, there's where's the romance in it? I know it sucks it all away for a lot of people because you want to believe that you just sit down and whip out the pad and boom, there's the novel. But I'm telling you, I've done this a while and I think you're going to find that much harder than it really is. And you're also going to learn that the majority of writers, the vast majority of writers throughout the ages, have not done what has been portrayed as the 
as the idea of how the writer writes. Like you're going to find a lot of them took notes and, and journaled and, and worked stuff well before they sat down to write it. You're going to learn that's, that's one of the writing lies. So just think about what the purpose of your piece is. That's easy. It seems simple, right? Okay, Matt, duh. We know what we want to write. Flesh out the idea. Great. Why do I want to write it? What's the purpose? But there's another point behind why do you want to write it that I want to get into. And I think you need to do this too when you start. You need to do this. More than anything, in terms of writing success, whatever that means to you, the key to that more than anything is your mindset. I'm serious. Like Your mindset when going into work on a piece is, is going to determine how successful it is and how successful you are. And this is especially true for new writers. It's big for veterans, but it's also huge for new writers. Huge. So there are two types of mindsets I typically see on writers. Generally, we have two. The first one is what I call the journey mindset, right? And that's are the writers that it's about the story they're telling or the work or the project or the craft or, or however you want to put it. That's what it's about. That's what they focus on. That's what they're, they're concerned with. Um, that's a great mindset to have. I'm going to tell you, that's an incredibly powerful mindset. When you're just trying to tell a story, when you're having fun with it, when you're doing the work and, and you're just content to be doing what you're doing, that is probably the mindset I think you will be most successful with because you are, as a writer, going to face a ton of rejection. And if you're at least happy in doing your work, then you can face that rejection and feel okay about it. If you are happy in doing your work, you can go, okay, yeah, I got a rejection letter, but I enjoyed writing the piece. You know, it won't feel like a waste. It's not a product. It's a thing you made. It's a piece of art. And if you enjoyed making it, then you'll be fine. I, I promise you, you will be able to weather all the rejection and everything else. Right? Let's get away from this idea that you have to do it because it's a compulsion or it's an addiction or it's a this or that. If that's what you're feeling, like 100% genuinely, I touched on this last episode. If that's what you're feeling, that this is a compulsion and an addiction and I must write, it's a thing I must do, please, God, go seek some professional help. I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm dead serious. If you feel like you have to write or you are going to have negative physical and psychological responses to yourself because you're not doing it, that is an indication that you need professional help. By the way, that, for new writers and veteran writers who want to take me to task for it, the negative physical and mental effects of not doing something is sort of the defining characteristic of an actual addiction. So let's, I, I'm a big champion on stopping this myth right now. It's not an addiction. Okay. You do this because you want to do it. And if you do it because you feel compulsed to do it, you need to seek help. You do that. If you do anything because you feel compulsed and you have no choice in the matter, you need to seek help. You do. That's it. I, I've sought help for many problems in my day. I continue to seek help. So there's no shame in it. Just cut the addiction to writing bullshit. Side note. Uh, so yeah, we have the journey mindset. That's great. You love the work. You're excited about the project. You're excited to write and learn and get in there. And this will be rewarding in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Good. That's the best mindset you can have. Now, the second mindset is what I call the destination mindset. And that is it is about the money. Right? We're not even going to talk about, yeah, oh, well, it's about an audience, it's about fame. It's not. It's about the money. You see this a lot on online writing platforms, which is I published a thing and how much can I make the money? Got to make some money. Need to get that money. Now, now I, I will tell you right now, I make about a three-figure-a-month sum from an online writing platform. I do. I make about three figures a month from Medium. 
it feeds me sandwiches. I like sandwiches. I'm very content with it. I put stuff up there that is experimental or things that I am not a journalist, so I don't have the timeliness to get into to journalistic publications and whatnot. Like, that's just not my profession. So I, I play around with some stuff on Medium. I experiment with some things. That's what I use it for. If I can make a few bucks, which I do, awesome. Do I make a fortune? No. Do I make enough to pay all of my bills? No. Maybe one of my bills. I can pay some of my bills with that. Like, I could pick a bill every month and probably hit it with what I make. But that's it. That's about all the money that I make from Medium. And that's okay. I, I don't do the stuff on Medium for the cash. I don't. Um, I do it to teach. I do it to feel good. I do it to put information out there. I do it to experiment. There's a lot of reasons. I love the stuff that I work on, and I don't worry about the cash. Worrying about money is probably the fastest way to screw up your project. I've seen a lot of these books, guys. I have. I have been given free copies of these books. I've read these things. I've seen a lot of these books that are over-marketed and over-researched and like, yeah, it's going to sell. I'm going to get it to an agent. It's going to sell because it's got all the marketing. It's not. It's not going to do well. It's boring. It's dry. It's dull. It's really hard to get through. You you overthought it. It's like trying to write the next Game of Thrones because the first Game of Thrones wasn't enough. And it's all really obvious, and it never quite works out. You're going to be frustrated, too, because you're going to put in all this work, and if you don't get that acceptance and you don't make that money, then everything is a failure. So you got Journey, the craft, the telling of the story is what I'm focused on. That's where I'm going to draw the reward from. And you've got Destination. I need the money. I need the money. I need it. Okay. Those are the two mindsets for the majority of writers. Uh, getting ready to work on a project. How do you establish the right mindset, Matt? Tell us, mystic one. It's not hard. I think when you sit down to work on a project, it helps, and I do this. When I sit down to work on a project, I take the time to remind myself why I'm writing. I'm doing this because I have fun with it. I'm doing it because I enjoy it, because writing stories is fun for me, because I write stories that I enjoy working on. So it's fun. That's great. I, I set that down from the start. And since that's set from the start, I feel great every time. I don't worry about it. I don't question it. And you shouldn't either. So my advice, and I do this on every piece I write. Every time I sit down to work on a piece, I say this to myself. Why am I writing? What, what's, what's, what, what is in this for me? Well, I'm writing because I like doing it. I enjoy it. This is, this is fun for me. It's something I enjoy. I'm good at it. It's helping me hone some skill. I like working my craft. Dope. Go, Matt, go. And I don't feel bad about writing stuff. Dude, I have stories I haven't even submitted for publication yet that I'm so radically excited about. And yeah, I know I'm going to send them out for publication here in a couple of weeks and some of them are probably going to get rejected and I'm going to watch my kids get kicked down the street. But man, I'm so proud of them even before then. Right? It's like a parent. Like, you know, my kids are going to go out and play soccer and they're going to lose, but I'm going to be super proud of them for trying. I'm super proud of who they are. That's the mindset power, right? That's the thing when you're like, yeah, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So I've already been rewarded for these. Everything else is gravy. If I publish a short story and it wins an award or it gets a bunch of money or whatever, gravy, all extra gravy on the poutine. All right. That's it. All extra gravy on the poutine with cheese curds and bacon because it's poutine and there's no reason it should fake being healthy. So there you go. Establish the right mindset, right? So so we've done what's your idea? What do you want to write? Why do you want to write it? What's the purpose? And what's your mindset going into the project? We're almost done. 
we're taking this idea, think about it, we're taking this idea and we're almost done. I'm going to walk you throughout to write a story. Week after week, you can work with me here and you'll write a story at the end of this. It's great. So here we are to the final part of this, this first section, this wrangling the idea, the idea wrangling. How do you want to write it? That's the final part. How do you want to write it? And when we talk about how do you want to write it, we're talking about picking a form. Now, I want to dive into form because, again, this is where market research and the money shit can really mess you up, which is that everybody kind of wants to be like, I'm going to be a commercial novelist, and I, I, that's it because commercial novelists make money. Like, 1% of commercial novelists make a living at it. That's that's not... it's And by living, I mean they make a living. I don't mean they're living in, like, palatial homes in Malibu. That's it. That's it's, Get that out of your head. Pick the form that best suits what you're trying to do. If what you're trying to do is very language-heavy and you want to write it as a poem and you think it will work best as a poem because you can paint the image with words and you can use those structural forms for it, then do it. Write a poem. The poetry market is garbage. It is. It's, it's hard to make money as a poet. I know a lot of poets. It's okay, though. Write a poem. Fuck it. The world needs poems. Forget all that shit. Mindset. Right? If it's a poem, it's a poem. If it's an essay, it's an essay. If it's a novel, if it's a big enough idea for a novel, then maybe it's a novel. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If it's a novel, then it's a novel. But don't forget, it could be a short story. And it might start as a short story that becomes a novel. You'd be amazed at the number of novels that you like and know and love that started out as short fiction. 100%, a ton of them started out as short stories. And a short story is advantageous because you can get it done. So I'm going to say this as I say, pick a form on this. If you were a new writer, if this is the first thing you were writing, if you were new and going into it, I, I highly, 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 strongly, 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 supremely encourage you to not jump into a novel as your first writing project. They are long, they are intense, they will kick you in the teeth, they are hard, hard to get published, and you will spend years working on one. I know, you heard that, friend, I did it all in a NaNoWriMo. Did it get published? No. Okay, there you go. You're going to spend a long time on this thing. Novels have a long turnaround time on them. Maybe you get it done, maybe you don't. I just, I really recommend you not jump into that as your first writing project. Write a personal essay, write a, you know, write whatever. You know, write a short story, write a poem. You know, just just don't dive right into I'm going to write a novel. It's probably not the best thing ever. You know, just remember, look, when you're picking what you want to write, what form you want, you just need to remember that different forms have different purposes and benefits. That's it. You just want to choose the form that works for you or the form that you want. If you really want to write a thing as a poem, write it as a poem. Who am I to tell you not to? Just write it as a poem. That's fine. If that's what you really want to do, write the thing as a poem. If you really want to write it as a short story, write it as a short story. If you're saying, screw you, Matt, I'm going to write a novel, I mean, be my guest, man. I'm not your parent. I'm not going to tell you you can't do it. Uh, but I think you should should pause on that. And when you pick a, pick a form, you're going to find there are certain rules and there are certain ideas and things like that. Use the ones that work for you. Break the ones that don't. Just remember, if you break rules, uh, some of them, you know, there may be an impact. I'm a big fan of non-traditional, non-traditional storytelling, and you may be able to do it and have a good story come out of it. But 
you need to know them. Understand what you're looking at, right? Like, a short story should feel like a complete story. We should have a feeling of satisfaction at the end of a short story. If you're treating a short story like it's part of a 15-short-story epic, that is what we call a novel. It is. That's a chapter. It's no longer a short story. A short story should have a sense of completion. doesn't mean it can't have an ambiguous ending, but it should have an ending. Right? It should not end on a like, yeah, there's no real ending in the next short story coming in my epic series. And I say that because we're really big on the epic series thing as writers right now. Just stop. But that's all there is to this, right? How are you going to write it? What form are you going to do? Why are you choosing that form? What genre? Where are you going? Why are you doing it? What's the expectation? What are the rules? Make sure you familiarize yourself with that stuff. Yes, you can break them. You can deviate them. Just because you say, oh, I'm going to write a vampire story doesn't mean you have to write like every other vampire story. In fact, I encourage you that if you're going to write a piece of fiction, for example, in a genre, you go look at what's in that genre already and try to defy some expectations. Seriously, that's what I encourage you to do. If you write Dracula 3, I mean, you know, okay, I know how this book goes. I've read it. You know, I just reread Frankenstein because it's like my favorite horror horror book of all time. It is. It's my favorite horror story of all time is Frankenstein. I'm not going to rewrite that. I mean, I'm inspired as hell by it. And I use inspiration in that in a lot of my writing. But I'm not going to rewrite Frankenstein, man. The, the, the one, that book's already out there. And two, she, Mary Shelley wrote way better than I'm ever going to write it. So choosing your form allows you to understand those things. It lets you think and and dig through and process and figure out what and how you're going to put this down. What are you going to avoid? What are you going to do? What rules are you going to obey? What ones are you going to break? How are you going to try to frame it? Are you going to go for a cinematic kind of approach? Are you going to write long prose like Jane Eyre? Poor Jane Eyre gets so much crap from me. Anyway, are you going to do that? Like, Just pick your thing and go. And this is it. This this is the thing. That's it. Those are the three issues you have to deal with. So you want to write a thing. What do you want to write? What's the idea? What's the idea? Flesh it out. Tell me what the idea is. Why do you want to write it? What's the purpose of putting this down on paper? Maybe it's just because you think it's a fun story that will entertain some people. Great. Legitimate reason to write. 100%. Well, it's a story I just write and it's a rainy day and it'll make me feel better. 100% legitimate reason to write. Ignore everyone who tells you that those aren't good reasons. It is. If you just feel like writing a story because you think that'd be a fun way to spend your time, 100% legitimate reason to write. Do it. It's okay. I'm writing a personal thing in my journal. I don't think anyone will see it. 100% legitimate reason to write. Okay? Just know what that purpose is and then have your mindset right. If you absolutely insist on trying to prove me wrong with the money mindset, enjoy therapy. Do it. Go for it. And, and enjoy the craziness and the, the angst and all that comes along with trying to do that. I'm fine with it. Not my circus, not my monkeys. I'm good. Right? That's it. If you want to just enjoy work and the craft and really dive deep, then get your mindset around the journey and around working the craft and working with words and all of that. And success and the destination, that's there. And you'll get to it. But when you're starting the work, you can't have that stuff cluttering your mind or else it is going to be a nightmare. I promise you. You're just that's where that's the road to a huge amount of self-doubt. You got imposter syndrome? Guess where a lot of that shit comes from? It comes from you writing a story and going, I'm gonna be Stephen King, I'm gonna be Stephen King, I'm gonna be Stephen King, and then seeing something about Stephen King going, I'm not Stephen King. I'm not Stephen King. Why? Because you're too worried about the destination instead of paying attention to what you're doing. I'm hammering that at mindset point because I really think that's the core. Right? Get your right mindset, and then you have your idea, you have why you're doing it, you have your mindset, pick a form. 
Decide what you're going to do with it. That's the thing, right? What race are you going to run? Ooh, I like that. We're going to use that, right? What race are you going to run? Pick that. Learn about it. If you're going to write a thriller, learn what makes a good thriller. Do that thing. Take this time at the beginning to let your idea become a solid thing. It gives you something to cling on to. It gives you something to work with. I've often likened to my writing students that preparing to write a story or a short play or something is the equivalent of getting ready to make a pot. And this work, this thinking, and the pre-writing that we're going to go into next week and start talking about for a little while, this stuff is the getting your clay onto the table to start making the pot. If you want a bigger, more ornate pot, you need more clay. Okay, just wicking an idea and going, uh, werewolf story. All right, there's a little piece of clay on that table. That's it. You've got a little piece of clay to work with. Maybe you can make it work. Maybe you can't. You can only make so big a pot from that. Uh, werewolf story set in 1930 or 1920s Dust Bowl, Nebraska. Boom. Okay, cool. Now we got a little more clay. There's a little more we can work with. Right? It's going to be a short story. Great. It's going to have one main character. Awesome. Told from the point of view of the werewolf. Done. You see what I'm saying? As we start to pre-write, as we start to pre-write, these things that we think are restrictive and defining actually add more clay to our pile of clay and give us more stuff to work with so we can build a better pot. We can tell a better story. So there you go. How'd that feel? Right? That's the start. We're starting the process. I'm with you. You're going to write a thing, and I'm going to help you do it. And we're starting right now. So if you have a thing, if you were a new writer, an aspiring writer, and you're thinking about writing a thing, listen. what you just listened to is the start. Get out your pad and paper and do this. Write all of this down. And then tune in next week, and I'll tell you more stuff to do. Or just go at it on your own. It's good. Whatever you want to do. Take the time and figure this out. Do this setup. This is the pre-pre-writing. This is what you do before you even start pre-writing. You figure this particular part out right here. That's it. You want to write a thing, and you can't write a thing. And I think it's going to be awesome, and I'm excited to be on the journey with you in whatever form that's going to be. I want to see you do it. I bet you can. Doesn't matter. No one has to see it. This can be just for you. This can be for whoever you want it to be. But I want you to write a story. I want you to write the thing you want to write. So you want to write a thing. Let's get started. That's it. That's the lesson. Here endeth the lesson. Until next time, I'm Matt, just a working writer. This has been a lesson for you and a confession for me. I will talk to you all again real soon. Mm -hmm.